ora and hello. My name is Bernadine Rangi and you are listening to my podcast, Catch Up With B. Today's date is Monday, September the 16th and the topic for today's podcast, we're up to podcast number three, is Business in Australia, a, a business review of my business as a sole trader. Um, but first, before I begin, I'd like to start my podcast as I always do. Um, I'd like to acknowledge and pay tribute to my parents, uh, to my mother, Rawania Robinson, and to my father, Bernard Arangi, because without them, I would not be here. So tribute and acknowledgement to them. And also special tribute and acknowledgement to the First Nations Aboriginal people of Australia um, and to Elders past and present. So tribute and acknowledgement to them as well. So for you fine folks that are following my podcast, Catch Up With B, a special welcome. And for those of you who just have happened to stumble upon the podcast, a fond welcome as well. So today's topic for podcast number three is business in Australia, um, a review of my of my experience as a sole trader here in Australia. So for those of you who know me um, and who have listened to my previous podcasts, you will be aware that I currently operate as a sole trader here in Australia. But for those of you who haven't listened to the podcasts before, um, I'll recap uh, my experience of becoming sole trader here in Australia. Uh, first, on what, before I begin, I wanted to highlight um, things that are happening with the podcast. Um, I currently have a catch up with B page on Facebook um, where I post primarily what the upcoming topic is. I normally post the link to the podcast. Um, currently we are on six other platforms that Android platforms uh, for the podcast. Uh, when I remember what they are, I have to check up on that. I will post them to the Facebook page, but I will also mention them in future podcasts. Obviously Anchor is the main app that I use to record the podcast. Um, but there are other forums that you can and can access the podcast on. So that's really important if you want to find the podcast. Um, another important um, thing in regards to the podcast uh, currently, the podcast, both podcasts, one uh, episode one and episode two. Um, have been listened to a total of 10 times. Woohoo! That's pretty cool. And I actually have five subscribers, which is a surprise. Um, so that's exciting, um, considering this is my third podcast. And I probably shared the link uh, maybe to that amount of people, maybe more. Um, and that's really exciting. So watch this space for future podcasts. Now, getting back to the topic at hand, podcast three, business in Australia, um, my experience as a sole trader. Um, 
I've decided to recap um, my experience in Australia as a sole trader. Um, initially, when I moved here in September 2017, my main ambition was to, because I'd come from teaching Zumba and group fitness in New Zealand at that point, my main aim was to uh, start teaching Zumba classes here um, and teaching group fitness as well. I thought it would be fairly straightforward. Um, and it's a little bit more involved. Um, it's uh, uh, it's more formal the process here in regards to uh, teaching. So obviously in New Zealand, I guess because of the size of the population, um, teaching in the community, in my experience, teaching group fitness and Zumba in the community has been a fairly informal affair. It's starting to formalise now. Um, but you know basically you could rock up to your local church hall um, you know with your sound system teach a class and and you know pay for the horage of the hall and have the equipment and and that would be it really but here in Australia it's slightly different so I'll share my experience with you and you know I like to talk from experience rather than making suggestions or advising people and if you want to know any more information you can contact me privately so when I first arrived here in Australia I was aware you had to get an Australian business number Um, and but the ABN is free Uh, you can apply for that online but it's actually paying for the business name so my particular business name in regards to group fitness and zumba is r&b athletic and that particular name represents myself and my brother rawadi and bernadine athletic and when we were in new zealand we sort of added zumba or fitness but because at some point we wanted to venture into apparel and active wear um, and other things, um, we decided to broaden the name a little bit, and so we decided to call ourselves R&B Athletic. Uh, not long after my arrival, I applied for a, a tax file number, which you need to work, obviously. I applied for the tax file number, then I applied for the ABN, because... You obviously need the tax file number in order to apply for the ABN. For some reason, and I don't know why, it took absolute ages for the tax file number to come back. Once that came back, I did that together. Um, the ABN, you know, the process for the ABN was fairly quick. And the part that actually cost, cost it was the cost, was quite large. Um, was about $300 which actually registering the business name so um, that's very important because you have to check uh, whether your particular dream name is actually being used uh, for another business um, thankfully R&B whatever was not that popular um, and com- many combinations of that name uh, you know probably were more musically related businesses and so R&B Athletic was available and so we brought I think the rights 
to be able to trade and register that business name for three years that's what you're paying for so um, that process happened fairly quickly oh no it didn't actually it happened once the tax one number was in place then the ABN sort of followed quickly on from there and then following that I think I opened a bank account a business bank account um, there are websites if you research that actually will will do all those steps for you you do pay for that I um, recall doing that online and initially opening uh, a business bank account with ANZ in my experience and I would strongly advise and this has been my experience I do not recommend the ANZ bank and I mean to be fair I'd had dealings with ANZ in New Zealand and there'd never been any problems um the service was fantastic uh, but the after sort of the initial sign up here was just appalling I would never recommend them as a business bank I would never recommend them as a bank to deal with personally and that's primarily based on my personal experience here um, so my suggestion uh, and because of my experience, re- really research um, the bank that you decide to do um, your business transactions with. Um, at the moment, I am currently banking with the Commonwealth Bank, uh, which is one of the big Australian banks here. Um, and I would highly recommend them. Their service has been fantastic. And so... Yeah, there are websites that do do all those things for you, so they will help you with the ABN, they will help you register your business name, and they will help you connect with the bank, but you have to be aware that they obviously do these packages in conjunction with banks. Um, You know, really research um, with, you know, whatever bank you decide to go with and which bank is a good option for you. Um, I do and I'm not being paid and I'm not being sponsored highly recommend um, the Commonwealth Bank Uh, and I would seriously actually make an appointment with the business banker um, within the branches whatever your local branches and whatever bank you decide to go with and actually go and talk to someone I think that's uh, then they can explain the services that they offer and the banks do have a lot to offer to business owners so um or sole operators um, just so that you're more informed and more aware really research the banks um, because obviously at some level at some point you can get financing from the banks um, which helps a lot particularly when you're first starting out depending on what your business is now mine was a health and fitness um type of business so depending on what type of business you have or decide to do research um, whether you need um, insurance it's a requirement here um, to hire 
venues to teach um, to have public liability insurance investigate what the options are there are many options here um, I think I went with ing oh, that's ing um, and it was very straightforward um, you pay a monthly fee naturally as you would do um, in regards to um, obtaining public liability insurance um, you need it to be a contractor here as well whatever you decide to be a contract of services so public liability insurance is very important it covers you and it covers um, the people in my instance and your classes and it just just in case anything happens um, so you covered it is a require I recall um, going to my local church hall wanting to hire it to teach Zumba and as a requirement and that was quite a formalised process as well. In New Zealand, I initially had to talk to the people who were in charge of the church. They didn't sign anything, um, which I just booked in. Um, and I think I gave a percentage of the proceeds to the Salvation Army. That's who I initially um, had ran my classes with or use their hall rather, uh, back in Wellington. Um, here, I had to have an interview, I had to actually apply, uh, make an application, uh, to, and, you know, obviously state why I needed to use the hall, uh, state the date, you know, the, the, the proposed dates and times, obviously because church halls are very busy uh, and used for many activities, you know, in the community. Um, then the application went away to the to the um, the central sort of shall we say committee in Brisbane City here. Um, they see you know they have a little discussion about it, decide whether you know it's an activity that they you know like to have in their hall, and then they get back to you with an answer. And I got a, a positive answer. Um, as a requirement of that application, I had to have a copy of my insurance certificate, uh, my public liability insurance certificate, um, because the people who lease you the hall can be liable for it if anything happens as well. Um, so that was really straightforward. And initially I had set dates, and um, then I think Christmas came, and then I think some plans changed. I can't quite recall why I didn't end up teaching, but I had the hall booked and everything, and everything prepared. Um, so yes, that was sort of the rise and fall of um, teaching Zumba uh, in Australia at that time. Um, I would do some market research as well. There were no other Zumba classes within the area. Um, not in the community anyway um, there were yeah really research see what the sort of the market is for your particular business or product um, so sort of Ipswich I guess seemed sort of right for the picking really for those you know for those people not wanting to obviously be part of a um, a big gym or a big franchise 
and there you know uh, compared to New Zealand obviously here in Australia there were many other different types of fitness classes that you can attend out there in the community um, there's Tai Chi uh, uh, yoga um, you know there's many other things here in the community F45 there are your big chain gyms national gyms um, it just depends it you know so you're fitting into a very large fitness community you know my experience has been that Zumba you know after you've gone through the whole process of actually setting it up you found an appropriate venue you've got all your sound systems and everything you've sorted all your paperwork out your insurances your fees for Zumba uh, your fees for music for playing music in classes and whatnot. you know and you're finally ready to get out there and teach I think we were very fortunate in this part of Ipswich um, and I was living in Bouval at the time there were not any Zumba classes in that particular part of town in Bouval anyway from what I from my you know very quick research oh no actually there was one at the local high school oh I recall uh, which was just around the corner from where we lived but they it was sort of that was running on, on and off by sort of the local hospital foundation um yeah, but besides that, um, I don't, you know, it, they probably were in need of more uh, fitness classes and community classes and Zumba classes here in Ipswich. So yes, research your market, see what the, see who's out there doing what you, your business wants to do or is proposing to do. You know, get out there, have a look around, see what's available, see where the niche is, um, and see how you can fit that somehow, uh, and develop your own niche. Um, you know, talk to people, talk to people within the community, talk to people who already live where you are, you know, see what's working, see what's not working. Um, there was a big call for community Zumba, and I had been asked to do some free Zumba, um, we're still looking into that two years on a very important tip I think um, talk to people who've lived here if you've come from overseas like I have from New Zealand talk to people who are already operating uh, either as sole operators sole contractors or as business owners um, here in Australia talk to the people on the ground you know, do your groundwork, do your research, see what you need to do, have a chat to them, because most people are pretty good, though. they're really happy to pass their knowledge on, happy to give people a leg up, happy to help people um, develop, most people are, so if you can find someone who is able to give you some information of what the local market is, depending on your business, of course, um, you know, what's working, what's not working, um, I think for me the realisation that obviously the fitness community here is absolutely huge 
there is just a huge amount of choice um Zumba sort of in and it's sort of out and it's been around for a long time um, and I notice a lot of people in the community this is my observation really enjoy um, the boot camp type of training um, type of fitness training and the group type of training you know we're sort of encouraging each other we're sort of you know pushing each other along you know we are sort of high-fiving everybody and you know, you can sort of see some marked progress. And the good thing in Australia here is that you have the option of doing that in the parks. So just for an example, you could teach Zumba in the park. Um, you could teach boot camps in the park. You can do trainings for whatever whatever fitness um, program you decide to teach. And it can be done out in the air and out in the open in parks at the back of your house. You know what I mean? That that's the flexibility I think of um, uh, of doing things here. As you know, I mean I've got a pretty big backyard. I could probably, you know, teach a Zumba class at the out the back there if I wanted people to come to my home. Um, you you have that option, and I guess it's available to you. Um, because of the weather, you know what I mean? Not everyone wants to be stuck inside a hall, a gym, whatever. You know what I mean? The weather affords you the opportunity to do activities like that out in the open. So, yeah, talk to people on the ground. Talk to people who've lived here for a long time. Um, In regards to what business exists already, in regards to to what's available and in regards to you know fitting in your business somehow finding that niche and that that thing that will attract people to your business um, a, a great suggestion and this is this is one that's helped me very much I was, I was very fortunate to have a niece who's lived here in Brisbane for a while um, she now runs her own business management consultancy um, in Brisbane city called Toru Business Management Consultants, yes, that's one big, huge word. That's T-O-T-O-R-U, that's one word, Business Management Consultants. And she and her partner are very experienced, and the, the company is very experienced in regards to business management. Um, I think it's quite important to source people out like that if you have access to them, if you are able to get um, information you know, how to set up your business, um, who are good banks to deal with, who are good accountants to deal with, you know, someone who can answer your questions and who can guide um, your business journey, whether they be a mentor, but preferably someone who's who's doing business already, um, that, you know, in Australia and who's experienced in doing that. And so I... When I have questions, I'm able to ask my niece um, about that. And I've met with her, um, and I'm able to meet with her. She's a very busy lady. Her sort of business is expanding to New Zealand and to Australia. Um, So that would be my suggestion if you're able to access a business mentor, a business consultant, someone who can guide you along the way in regards to developing to starting and helping you 
to be successful in your own business. Um, the Australian Tax Office, they do run a number of free workshops, um, businesstax.gov, they do have a lot of useful information um, that, you could, that I'm now just starting to, um, you know, to access and to read and um, so make use of all those free resources and free tools out there because there are many, a lot of people want to see you succeed um, in your business and you know whatever road you take and whoever you decide to consult in that regard uh, you know really make use of, of, of people and, and sometimes you'll have to pay for it and just make sure that if you do pay for it that the people that you are are looking to um, uh, to you know employ their services just make sure that they you know you've had them recommended to you from someone else um, you know because word of mouth and which is, is a very Australian and New Zealand thing and a, a, you know and a very in the community is very important and you know people with a good reputation is, are very important make sure at some point that you get some advice about engaging um, professionals in regards to an accountant because let's face it eh? you know what I mean I I mean I'm a sole, I'm a contractor a subcontractor um, and a contractor and I, I, I currently do you know the paperwork but at some level at some point you're just going to get too busy and you won't have the time you know if your business is successful to deal with the paperwork all the time so make sure that you get some sound advice in regards to engaging professionals such as accountants such as tax agents so that when the time comes like tax time comes around you know that you're not sort of looking through your 50 million I can say this from experience and paper invoices, manual invoices, not and these are not computer, you know, generated app invoices. There's are actually manually written. Um, you know, so I'm not going through that fantastic filing system that I have, stressing out and and just because it just ensures that you have the right information and that when it's you know, either when you're either audited or you need to, you know, Come back to that information that it's attended to um, and intended to in a proper way that there are proper records um, yeah so make sure you if you're choosing to engage in professional services whether they be an accountant whether they be a tax agent whether they be a business management consultant um, whatever they may be um, you know that you that you choose wisely um, you know, and research your options, you know, use the internet, talk to your people, talk to, you know, your support network. The other thing that is really important, and this has been my experience, talk to like-minded people, develop your own support network. Um, you know, whether that's professionals that are doing the same, that are um, doing the same business as you, whether that's you know separate people who you can talk to about the business that are outside of your you know immediate comfort zone whether it be your partner whether it be your best friend you know an impartial objective party who you can talk to who you can bounce ideas off who you can 
just you know chat with develop that support network because it's really important um, to have good people who can support you I would advise oh not really advise it's been my experience in regards to social media in regards to paperwork in regards to getting things done at some point I would look to um, get an assistant you can get virtual assistance to help you with the administration you can actually hire a PA or an assistant I think it's really important because you know never be shy to ask for assistance or for help and if you can get people to support you and to help you with your business to make the actual fundamentals running of the business easier and for you to be able to focus and concentrate on the business at hand seriously look at getting an assistant you're getting someone to help with social media with emails and those very they're little details but they're very time consuming um, yeah develop your support network in that way as well so just to recap um, you know you need to get you need to write down all the things that you need to do um, and the, the basics you know the, the your tax file numbers your Australian business numbers uh, those are the most important things as, as a new person coming in um, what banks you want to set up your bank accounts with most of the banks are really good to deal with um, except for the one I mentioned um, yeah research what options are available um, make sure that you have everything that you need in regards to insurances um, really research that out because there are a lot of options um, out there in regards to insurance make sure you have all the things that you need to you know to be able to do in regards what for your business you need to do um, seek professional advice and don't be afraid to ask for professional advice and develop your support network whether that includes engaging the services of an accountant of a tax agent um, or for business management consultant whoever they are don't be afraid to ask for help don't be afraid to develop a support network to ensure a fantastic support network to ensure that you you know you're able to 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 run the best business that you can you know that has a, a return for you take steps to research the market I came when I came to Australia and I had sort of experience of group fitness and um, and Zumba and just research the market the particular business that you are thinking of running um, as a group fitness Zumba instructor obviously here in Australia there are um, a huge amount of community fitness options that you have for whatever your business is get out there get on the ground research 
see what's available, see what's what the gap is in the market, see what the niche is, um, and you know develop your business in that way. Because if you're if you're unique, um, you will stand out, and if you stand out, your business will thrive. So yes. Really research your market, look at where you're living, look at what's available, and see where you can fit in with that somehow. Check out your local resources, check out your free resources um, in regards to websites such as the Australian Tax Office um, at business.gov.au. They do offer a lot of free resources um, to assist business owners. With you know knowledge and resources about business ownership and your requirements and your legal requirements about what's required to run business here in Australia. My final thing I think in regards to business review for this fantastic sole operator of R&B Athletic, do not be afraid to ask for help in regards to becoming being supported. And in regards to remembering that you need to focus on providing the best products and services from your business that you can. And if you decide to employ people, decide to take on an assistant, whether it's a virtual assistant, whether it's a, you know, an actual assistant, or whatever you need for your business to be able to thrive and for you to be able to focus on your business, look into those options see what's available because whatever can help you make your business grow is a good thing and if it means you can focus more on the hands-on part of your business if it's a business that requires a level of hands-on leadership and ownership then whatever help you can get um, would be ideal whether that's um, business mentorship whether that's hiring of people, a manager or an assistant to help you to move your business forward and onwards and upwards. So that's my encouragement, that's my, not really advice, but that's been my experience of becoming a sole trader here in Australia. It's actually a very straightforward process and if you've got the cash um, which I sort of had at the time, but I, you know, I hadn't really. I sort of, as I do in life, went, you know, did things on the fly as I go rather than research it. I would very seriously recommend that before you decide to make any, bring any business ventures, become part of any business ventures here in Australia, that you heavily research um, what it involves. Yes, that would be, I tend to do things off the cuff. Um, it has been my experience that it is better to plan. Um, yes, planning in regards to business is fantastic. Developing the knowledge to write a business plan is even better because if you have a business plan, then you can go to the various financial institutions and get more money. regards to funding and regards to employing people etc um, so many options out there
and remember folks um, I, I really hesitate giving people advice I'd rather speak from my own personal experience and make suggestions to people um, rather than giving people advice so this has been my experience and you can take from it what, what you like whether it's anything at all so to finish off Thank you for listening to podcast number three, um, Business in Australia, a, a review of my knowledge. Um, so before I finish off, I'd like to um, mention the following things. I'd like to um, mention my uh, cousin's business, her business management consultant company here in Brisbane and um, the name is Tōtoru, T-O-T-O-R-U that's a Māori word, business management consultants. I will put um, the link on my Facebook page Um, yes I would heavily recommend that you go and check out the Australian Taxation Officers website further business advice and information and also business.gov.au they really have got some fantastic free resources and you can give them a call I have to say last phone call I had to business.gov.au absolutely fantastic service I have dealt with the ATO Um, obviously they're very busy so it took a while to get through to them Uh, but both times the, the service was excellent Get on the web, let your fingers do the walking. Research, 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 research. I can't emphasize it enough. Research whatever business you decide to do, you know, get information, become informed, see what's out there, see what's available. The other thing um, I would heavily suggest is to plan. Plan what you're going to do. Don't do it off the cuff like I did. Because then things take 10 times longer. Because then the steps become, you know, it just, it takes, it's like a, a huge staircase if you do it that way. You know, rather than actually having, actually have goals and steps in mind and then you'll feel like you've progressed in a quicker manner. If you have any feedback comments or suggestions in regards to the podcast please let me know you can uh, join the Facebook page Um, the Facebook page is called Catch Up With B and I think the cover picture is my my notes for the podcast and it's actually got Catch Up With B I think in the um, profile picture you can message me on that page alternatively you can email me at bernay42 that's b-e-r-n-a-y-e 42 the numbers at gmail.com um, I do have a phone you can ring me if you need to um, but I'm just getting a new sim card so I'm getting a new number so I will put that contact phone number on the page um, and in the next podcast I am open to feedback I'm happy to receive any feedback 
Um, I will only cry once, so you know, make it constructive feedback ideally. Um, constructive critical feedback, you know, that would help me to improve um, my presentation and the podcast. If you are interested in any way in becoming involved with the podcast, whether that be supporting the podcast, whether that be offering products for review for the podcast, whether you wish to sponsor the podcast, um, whether you wish to, to, to for me to do product reviews or to to place ads on the podcast, or you want me to become a would like me to share affiliate links, contact me, let me know, email me. I am open to anything at this point. Um, whatever makes the dream work, whatever supports me to be able to get more equipment, to be able to um, provide a more professional rather than professional podcast um, would be ideal. Um, I am going to go through a list of things that I rec- not require, but that would be ideal um, for recording a, ver- a more professional podcast. At the moment, I do it from my Android phone, which is fantastic. Um, but ideally, I would at some point like to get a microphone and, and have a proper formal setup um, in the house here. That would be ideal. That would be amazing. So if you have any if you have anything you want to contact me about product placement, product review sponsorship, supporting the podcast in any way uh, feedback, comments and suggestions email me, let me know Um, you can contact me on my own personal Facebook page you're more than welcome to do that my my name on my uh, Facebook page is Bernadine Rangi um, that's B-E-R-N-A-D-I-N-E and my last name is R-A-N-G-I and I think my profile I think I'm on a adventure playground thingy waving to the camera so yes feel free to contact me if you have anything that you wish to discuss with me if you have any ideas about topics or people that you think that I should interview for my podcast I've got a few ideas in mind um, for future interviews and stuff so please let me know I, I'm fairly open and if they, they are people and topics that resonate with me I will record podcasts pertaining to those involving those suggestions so yeah let me know what your thoughts are if you have any events community events um, seminars, workshops within the local community uh, groups that you would like me to, to speak about that you would like me to highlight that you would like me to share please let me know, contact me at my email address um, flick me the details of what you, you feel I need to share and we'll go from there if you are interested in helping out with the with the podcast whether it be helping me with my Facebook page whether it be helping to start a Facebook group uh, whatever you feel your contribution could be send me an email let me know I'm happy to have people on board who are happy to help me in any way you know that's extending my support network that enables me to focus primarily on the podcast 
rather than all this, you know, the technical stuff that just keep, uh, you know, the admin stuff that just keeps it going. Any any support, any help would be ideal. If you would like me to record um, your podcast, I am available for voice work. Apparently, I've been told I've got a fantastic recording voice that's very clear and easy to follow. Give me a bell. Let me know. I am more than happy to do voice work. I am available for voice work. I am available for broadcast work. Have a chat with me. Contact me privately. And I would be more than happy uh, to re- to do that. I'm happy to record audio books. If anyone has any information about how I can do that, that would be fantastic. Um, let me know. Let me know. Because, uh, you know, it's a shame to... If you've got a fantastic voice that, you know, communicates and people can understand, then I'm happy to share it. So, you know, I'm looking forward to the Office of Voice Work rolling on into my inbox. Thank you for listening to podcast number three. I hope you found it informative and interesting. Um, The next podcast will be on Monday, September the 30th. Um, I have an interview planned with disabled athlete Donna McCaskill uh, from New Zealand. I am, within the next week, formulating questions. I did have a bunch of questions because I had her lined up to interview before. Um, So I've just got to check in my messages what the questions were. I'm really looking forward to it. She is my first interview, and she's a very busy lady, and she's hard to get a hold of. So, as 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 you can appreciate, you know, everyone is busy, living their own lives, and so fitting her in, it's going to be interesting. The the interview is going to be interesting, and we'll just, you know, we'll try and keep it flowing, and we'll keep it, you know, friendly and informational. Um, but I look forward to joining you all. Um, for podcast number three, an interview with Donna McCaskill, disabled athlete. On September the 30th, take care, be kind to each other and look after each other out there. Thank you and I look forward to joining you Monday, September the 30th for podcast number four. Thank you and goodbye.